Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. And a very good Saturday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for whining with us. Gutty win in Philadelphia, a 3-2 Marlins victory. Steven Strom here, as always, for the recap. Here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Time to exhale. 36 comeback wins for the Marlins this season. 29-12 and 12 in one-run games. What a victory for Miami in game one of this three-game weekend series in Philadelphia against the Phillies here tonight. This is the 10th inning show with Gabby Sanchez. I'm Kyle Seeloff. The Marlins saw their six-game winning streak come to an end in Miami last night. They trailed 2-0 going to the top of the sixth inning tonight. That was until Skip Schumacher called back Garrett Hampson. He pinch hit Jesus Sanchez for him. He hit a two-out, two-run game-tying homer. Jacob Stallings with a leadoff bomb in the seventh. The bullpen was nails. Yuri Perez did his part. What a victory for the Marlins here tonight, Gabby. Yeah, huge victory. And here's the thing. Uh, today we're talking with Skip Schumacher, and he kind of jokingly said, I don't win ball games, but I can help lose one. Well, guess what, Skip? You are wrong. You helped win a ball game today because you made the right moves. You put Sanchez in. He comes up big with a two-run home run to tie the ball game up. Stalling comes and, of course, closes it off. So congratulations on that great move. When you look at the day, the way that it went, Iori Perez comes out through five innings. He only allowed four hits. The only kind of knock that you might be able to take will say that, yeah, he did walk three, something that he hasn't been doing, but still giving the team the opportunity to win a ball game. Then you go to that bullpen. Boy, David Robertson looked really good today. He had a nice inning. He walked one. He struck out one, got the double play. Steven Oker comes in. Andrew Nardi, a big day for him going an inning and a third. He really did a nice job in that eighth inning. We talked about going one, two, three to give Tanner Scott the ability to go eight, nine, and one. It's exactly what he did. And then Tanner Scott, boy, just closing the door down. 99, 100-mile-an-hour on that fastball today. He has been looking sharp, and I think the Marlins have a closer in that bullpen. They won a playoff game tonight. Oh, that that that's a that that ain't an eight seven barn burner with bad no. pitching. That is massive clutch hitting, an absolute nails of a bullpen, and good starting pitching. That that truly that was a playoff game tonight. Yes, 
and against a team that has been swinging the bat extremely good. We talk about a team in the Phillies who have been absolutely mashing. We talk about what they did in the month of August, hitting 287, 59 home runs. We look at the guys up and down the line of Trey Turner, as hot as a hitter can possibly be, and they were able to keep them to two runs. That is a great pitching performance. Wow. What do you make of Sanchez? That's clutch, that's man. Clutch. That's, that's clutch. That's not easy to do. And, and coming in off the bench, uh, it's not easy. First, it's not easy to hit a baseball, and then it's really hard to hit a baseball when you're cold coming off the bench. And him coming up, you know, the, getting that slider, staying through it, and that was the biggest thing for, for me is that he didn't try to pull it. You went to the big part of the field, drove that ball out, and you were right, going into the Phillies, bullpen that's a long way that he hit a baseball but it was just a really big moment he didn't let it get to him and he was able to help this team win a ball game and down the stretch it's the unassuming suspect yeah. it's Jacob Stolle right like you need a big hit from somebody and you don't anticipate Stallings who's over two hitting 197 this season with two homers to come through, and he hits the, the leadoff homer there in the seventh inning. It's I mean, great. And that's the thing, right? To be that playoff team that we talk about, you need guys to come up and different guys in a game to come up big. And today you had Sanchez with the two-run home run, and then all of a sudden Stallings gets the home run. And you start to look at where the production is. And, again, I, I remember against the Dodgers, it was in that first game uh, where the bottom of the lineup, six through nine, scored eight runs. They scored eight runs, six through nine. It wasn't the top of the lineup. It was the bottom of the lineup that helped win that ball game. And guess what? Here again, bottom of the lineup, six through nine, were the ones that created the runs. They hit the home run. That is how you win in September, and that's how you get yourself into the playoffs. Awesome stuff. Gabby, we'll uh, be back at it at 6.05 tomorrow night, and I'll see you then, dude. I can't wait. All right, that's Gabby Sanchez. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's take a listen to the highlights from this ball game here tonight, a matchup that featured Yuri Perez and Christopher Sanchez. The Marlins were robbed in the top of the first inning. Bryson Stott made a sensational two-out diving catch to rob Yuli Gurriel of a single and two RBIs in the top of the first inning. So it was... A situation where going to the bottom of the first, uh, the Marlins thinking, man, we should have had a couple there in the first. They did not, so the Phillies come to bat for the first time tonight in the bottom of the first inning. Yuri Perez caught Kyle Schwarber looking over the outside corner with an offering, and the next man to bat looking to give the Philadelphia Phillies an early lead tonight was Trey Turner. 0-2 pitch oh is hit a mile deep to left field, and this is gone. Off the paternity list, Trey Turner goes deep. His 23rd homer of the season. His hitting streak is now at 16, and the Phillies take an early 1-0 lead. It would stay that away until the third. Yuri Perez really did a nice job tonight. He walked Trey Turner with two outs in the third inning. Turner stole second, and Bryce Harper was looking to tack on to that 1-0 Phillies lead in the third. Now Turner's at second. The Phillies lead 1-0. Here's a swing and a pop-up. Shallow center field. Here comes Jazz. will have to play it on a hop. That's a two-out RBI single for Bryce Harper. Scoring easily from second is Trey Turner. The stolen base will pay dividends. And Philadelphia has a 2-0 lead. 
And it would stay that way for a while. Christopher Sanchez went five innings for Philadelphia tonight. Did not allow a run, four hits, one walk, and four strikeouts. For the Marlins, Yuri Perez went five. Allowed a couple of runs on four hits, three walks, and four strikeouts. This was a 2-0 game headed to the sixth inning tonight. Sir Anthony Dominguez took over for Christopher Sanchez. With one out, Brian De La Cruz doubled. Following the De La Cruz double, Yuli Gurriel struck out swinging. The Marlins were down to their final out in the sixth inning. Garrett Hampson was due to bat facing the right-hander, Sir Anthony Dominguez, but Skip Schumacher called back Garrett Hampson. He called upon Jesus Sanchez, and with one big swing, Jesus Sanchez had an opportunity to tie this game. Here's the 2-2 pitch, and he swings and he hits it high and deep, right center field. Oh, this is tattooed and gone. A game-tying two-run bomb for Jesus Sanchez here in the top of the sixth inning has tied this ball game at two. Skip Schumacher pulled the trigger on that baby, pinch-hitting Sanchez, and that pays dividends. Wow, what a pinch. Marlins with two runs on two hits. The final hit there in the sixth inning, a massive one. For Jesus Sanchez, it was his first pinch hit homer of the season, the third of his career. That tied it at two in the sixth. We would go to the seventh. It was still two to two. David Robertson got himself an inning-ending double play in the sixth inning. You feel like maybe a little bit of momentum back on the side of Miami. Top of the seventh, Matt Strom, who got the final out of the sixth, stayed in for the Phillies. And the first man that he was facing in the seventh inning was Jacob Stallings. You can see some wafting smoke rolling across the field from the concession stands as Jacob Stalling swings high drive left field and gone Stalling's a bomb his third of the season the Marlins lead three to two holy heck Jacob Stalling it was maybe the biggest hit of the season for Jacob Stallings it gave Miami a three to two lead in the top of the seventh inning in the bottom of the seventh Stephen Okert came on for Miami. He struck out Brandon Marsh. He hit the center fielder, Johan Rojas. After Rojas was hit by a pitch, Kyle Schwarber singled. And then Trey Turner struck out. The Phillies had runners at first and second with two outs in the seventh. Skip Schumacher called upon Andrew Nardi, who walked Bryce Harper. And with the bases loaded in the top of the seventh inning, the batter was Nick Castellanos, who bounced the ball to shortstop. The fielder's choice went 6-4, to four, and out of trouble in the seventh inning was Andrew Nardi. He would remain in the ball game. He was asked to get four outs tonight. He was facing Stott, Bowman, Real Muto in the bottom of the eighth, and he was perfect. Stott lined out to right. Bohm flew out to right. Real Muto flew out to left, and the Marlins would carry a 3-2 lead into the top of the ninth inning tonight. Gregory Soto worked a perfect ninth. Taking over for Miami in the bottom of the ninth inning was Tanner Scott. He got the pinch hitter Christian Pache to fly out to left, and then Johan Rojas bounced out weakly to Gurriel at first, and the last hope for the Phillies tonight was their slugging leadoff man, their designated hitter, the lefty Kyle Schwarber. 2-2 two two the count now on Schwarber who's got those 41 homers this season, but a sub-200 hitter. The 2-2 pitch is swung on it, missed strike three. The ball game is over. The Marlins come from behind to beat the Phillies 3-2. 36 come from behind wins now for Miami this season. They're now 29-12 in one-run games. 
the Miami Marlins collect their 73rd victory of the season tonight. They beat the Phillies and come from behind fashion 3-2. The Marlins take game one of this three-game weekend series by a final of 3-2 here tonight. Oh, baby, what a game. A terrific 73rd victory of the season for Miami. Taking a look at the totals from this ball game tonight for the Marlins in their victorious winning effort. Three runs, seven hits, no errors, six men left on base. And for the Phillies, two runs, five hits, no errors, and eight men left on base. The Marlins, by the way, are now 3-1 and one here at Citizens Bank Park this season, and they now lead this season series with six wins as opposed to five losses. The winning pitcher, his first victory as a Miami Marlin tonight was David Robertson, who tossed a scoreless bottom of the sixth inning for Miami. Matt Strom, the loser, he's 8-4. and four. And collecting his sixth state of the season for Miami. Closing out a stressful bottom of the ninth inning in front of this near-capacity crowd tonight was Tanner Scott. Started this ball game at 7.08. We finished at 9.52. Total time of game, two hours and 44 minutes in front of 40,190 on an 80-degree and muggy, cloudy night here at Citizens Bank Park in South Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. With the victory, the Marlins are now 73-68 and 68 this season. And with the loss, the Phillies fall back to 77 and 63. The Marlins now only four games back in the win column of the Philadelphia Phillies. Again, I know people want to keep an eye on that third and final wild card spot. Understandably so. Don't forget about these Phillies. The Marlins are playing really Really good baseball after they saw their six-game winning streak snapped last night. They won that series against the Dodgers, and they have started this weekend off on the right foot here in Philadelphia this evening. Again, the Phillies fall to the Marlins. Miami wins it 3-2. to two. Now, for the Marlins here tonight, they would finish by piling up four, five, six, seven, eight strikeouts, and that means that $200 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer for every strikeout this season. $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 3-2 win in game one of this three-game set against the Phillies. Oh, Skip, the long ball does it again. What's been the product of the power recently? Uh, they've always had the power. I think it's just a product of them being good hitters. And then when you're a good hitter, then the power uh, comes a little bit later. I think if you're trying to hit for power first, then uh, then that's when you have a lot of holes in your swing. So uh, I just think it's just been a really good job of um, following game plans. And our hitting group with Mabry and Brandt and Hardy have been great. Um, and, you know, uh, credit to Hardy for getting Sanchez ready. Uh, big pinch hit in the sixth inning and, um, you know, really, you know, tied the game. There's a momentum swing right there. Speaking of, why was he the right spot in that situation? Um, Sanchez has been hitting the ball hard lately. Um, and I just felt like the, the as soon as a righty came in, um, you know, one of those uh, – hitters down down the order um Sanchi was going to get him Yuli Hat was two for two off Dominguez so um I was thinking about it there but um decided to just go with Hampson and it worked it worked out it's all it's credit to Sanchez nothing I did Sanchez <laughs> hit the home run so um but it was a great swing and, and a huge time of the game how big of an impact has the bullpen been in the success 
huge strikeout by Oki. Uh, nice, nice inning by Robbie. We need to get him going, which is good to see. His last couple outings have been really nice. Um, really good cutter. Curveball was great today. Um, Oki, big strikeout against Turner, and then Nardi coming in, um, you know, to get uh, a big out against Casty. And I, that's he's been doing that all year. The dirty innings have been incredible. Um, men all over the bay, a tough part of the lineup, guys everywhere, and uh, for him to not just give in to Harper. Um, who I, you know, he's best player in the one bet, one of the best players, if not the best player in the game. Not to give in there was smart, I thought, and to go after the next hitter once you're down. Um, and then, you know, obviously clean inning after that. Heart of the order again. It feels like the heart of the order is like one through nine, by the way. There's not real no gap. Um, and then Tanner with, you know, really clean ninth. Um, and just a really good job by the bullpen. Stallings, again, we've seen so many different people be the quote-unquote hero during games for Stallings to come up with the go-ahead home run, and especially seeing him starting to produce offensively the last couple weeks or so. He's been hitting the ball hard as well, yeah. Again, I said last week or so that if Abrams didn't make like these sports-centered top 10 plays, you know, he'd have a lot more hits and a lot more RBIs, and um, he's feeling good. He's feeling a lot better um, at the plate, and when, he, you know, the bottom of the order gets going a little bit, you know, that lengthen, lengthens the lineup, and again, we had you know, a lot of good um, contribution from the, you know, middle to the bottom of the order, and, um, you know, one of the reasons why we won the game. Yuri, uh, just thoughts on his outing? I thought he was good. I thought there were some learning lessons today. You know, I think the, um, you know, 0-2 count to Turner hanging a slider, just, you know, kind of giving one right there. Um, Turner's a really good hitter, hot right now. Um, and then I thought um, 3-0 curveball to Turner as well. Um, getting to Harper is never really a great idea. Um, he was slow to, slower to the plate today as well. So guys were stealing. And, um, you know, when you 3-0 to Harper or uh, walk Turner, there's a really high likelihood that he's going to steal. And then what happens is a little bloop um, is, is a run. And so the 3-0 or a 0-2 count to Turner Homer and then a 3-0 slider to Turner cost him two runs. Um, other than that, I thought he was outstanding. Um, and so I think there's just, a, he's again, he's 20 years old, um, you know, and I thought he did really good against, you know, a tough environment Friday night in Philly. It's not easy for anybody, um, but for, for Yuri to get through five, I think there's some just there's always going to be some learning lessons, and um, and I think he learned some stuff tonight. But one of the things about the season, you keep saying the resiliency, just you guys turning the page. You lose 10-0 yesterday. You probably got in super early, late, however you want to put it. Today, you just falling behind early to come back like that, win the first game. Just what you know about your team once again. These guys fight and they don't quit. I mean, they, they really believe that they can do it. And um, I, I'm just really proud of, of their effort every single game. 10 nothing. It's easy to just be happy with the, you know, two out of three in LA and come here and just see what happens. And, um, and they have, they come in, they came in today with a lot of energy. I don't know how, maybe a lot of espresso because they, we did get in late uh, after a night game and travel. Um, you guys know it was a late, late night. Um, but that happens. That's part of being a big leaguer that you're going to have those nights. And I think that, um, the, how they came in, the energy, but the, the belief, they just, it started earlier in the year when you started getting these walk-offs and they start believing that they're in the game no matter what um, and so just because it was a six inning down two they just just still felt like they were in it because our bullpen is so good they'll keep you in it um, and it happened again today and just also just the atmosphere it probably felt like 40,000 plus playoff type atmosphere two clubs fine for the playoffs just for them to be in these moments too and kind of rising to the yeah Philly's used to that I mean every time I come here it's just, it's 40,000 um, just really great fans here um, and and I think that 
that it's really good for our guys to come in and to, to play in this environment. This is what you're going to see when you get into a playoff type environment. Um, and so for some of the young guys to come through like a Sanchez in a big spot um, against a, a pitcher throwing 90, Dominguez throws 97 miles an hour and he's been a closer before for him to do that in a big spot um, is really good for his growth. Uh, Sanchez, uh, their Sanchez, their pitcher, what, what was he doing? Cal Jai's think three hits in the five innings. Yeah, we couldn't get him off the ground. Um, his changeup was really good. We knew we had a, we had an idea that he was going to throw it, and we still couldn't get underneath it. Um, and then he threw his you know sinker on top of uh, over that, and uh, we just could not get underneath the sinker and couldn't get underneath the changeup. Um, kid pitched really well. We, he's been really good lately, um, and we just could not get it off the ground. All right, Jesus Sanchez came up with a massive uh, six-inning pinch-hit home run to tie this ball game up. It was his first pinch-hit home run of 2023 and his third pinch-hit home run of his career. I got a chance to catch up with him, and, of course, it was translated by the great Louis Durante. All right, Kyle, thank you, Jesus. What a gutty comeback win. That six-inning home run, it was your third career pinch-hit home run, your first uh, in 2023 Take me through the at bat. What were you looking for against Sir Anthony Dominguez? Eh, bueno, sobre todas las cosas le damos la gracia a Dios. Eh, la verdad es que Concha le dio un momento así, ya que estaba trabajando. Ya... <laughs> All righty. Well, Kyle, we got uh, just splashed. That's a little delay here uh, as we continue. Jesus. Uh... Bueno, gracias a Dios. Eh, la verdad es que. Eh, venir de una situación así, yo sé que es difícil, pero gracias a Dios que yo estaba buscando mi, mi, mi reta, me tiró mi slider, conchale, me aproveché de ese slider y conchale, vino home run. Yeah, first of all, I want to thank God for this situation. Uh, I was looking for, 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 for fastball in that situation, then he got me with a slider, a slider <laughs> and, uh, and I got advantage of that pitch. Uh, again, Kyle, we just got splashed for the audience that obviously can't see. We're over the radio right now. We are... Um, dripping wet um but we continue last one for you jesus what does it mean to you for skip to trust you in that spot and give you that opportunity bueno conchale yo me siento sumamente bien ya que no tenía esa oportunidad y ya que me están brindando esa oportunidad agradezco a skip también al staff eh, y mi trabajo duro también que conchale me está dando la confianza y uno está agradeciendo esa gran oportunidad yeah i'm very thankful you know for the opportunity for 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 skip the staff the, that i get the chance uh, from all my hard work that i put you know, all the things in, in, in the situation is, is there for, for me. Jesus, congratulations. Go get a towel. Great win tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, Kyle. Back to you. Jacob Stallings uh, hit the go-ahead home run that eventually gave the Marlins a lead. Let's hear what Jacob had to say after the game. You know, it was just it was a fun game. Those guys, those guys stepped up, for sure. What was the vibe like after you got back to the dugout following your home run? Everybody was pretty excited. Maybe everybody was just shocked that I hit a home run. You know, I don't know, but... Uh, it was it was great. I mean, everybody, you know, that's why you play. I mean, you play for moments like that and to get to enjoy that with your teammates and that sort of stuff. So um, that was probably, you know, hitting, you know, hitting the home run is cool, but what it meant for our team, you know, in this part of the season, just how excited everybody was. I mean, that's, you know, that's what's really cool. And, um yeah, probably, probably the biggest home run of my career, so it was cool. Yuri Perez went five innings, gave up four hits, two runs, four punch outs, and three walks. Um, let's head down and listen to what Yuri had to say, translated by Louis Durante. 
Eddie, just how did you feel out there today, especially specifically mechanically? Sí, Jorge, ¿cómo te sentiste allá afuera, específicamente con, con tu mecánica? Uh, bueno, me sentía bien, eh, un poquito fuera de la zona hoy, eh, algunos picheos no estaban funcionando, eh, sentía que estaba dejando picheos un poco donde no tenía que dejarlo, pero me sentía súper bien físicamente, eh, tratando de hacer un buen trabajo y competir solamente. Yeah, um, I feel good, you know, out there. Um, some of the, the pitches were not landing on where I wanted it to be, uh, mostly the location. Uh, some of my, my pitches were not working, so it was just battling there, trying to battle, battle out there and compete with, uh, you know, with my guys. Why do you think some of those pitches weren't working? ¿Por qué crees tú que algunos de esos pitches no estuvieron funcionando? Ese pitch de Torne en la zona era algo que no iba en ese... Eh, no era esa localización, era un poquito más fuera, eh, se me quedó ahí. También la base por bola, sentí que estaba forzando un poco el cuerpo y no estaban cayendo en la zona. Uh, well, the turner, turner, uh, the slider there, uh, we'll left it out there in the zone. Um, some pitches were up, up there. Um, that was supposed to be more outside. Uh, with the walks, too, I think I was pushing a little too hard. Um, so some of the, the, I was away from the strike zone. Well, the stolen bases as well. I think they had three tonight. It's been an issue this season. Just what have been the challenges of adapting to base runners out at the big league level? Sí, este, tres bases robadas. O sea, lo que ha sido cuidado corredores. Este, ha sido una, una cuestión de, de tratar de, de mejorar eso, eso con los jugadores. Este, ¿Cómo haces todo eso aquí en Grandes Ligas para tratar de mantenerlo más en la zona? Ah, sí. Eh, estaba tratando de hacerlo un poquito rápido en algún momento. Con pichador rompiente estaba haciéndolo lento. Ahí era que se iba. Y... Y también eh, trataba de, de mantenerlo en la zona. A veces hacía picheo, tratando de hacer buen picheo, me iba lento y ahí era que, que cogía un buen paso. Pero estamos tratando de trabajar más en eso. Yeah, I think with my breakable pitches mostly, I was just going really slow forward to, to the home plate. So it's something that I have to like uh, work on, trying to work on that, that part, mechanical part, just trying to go faster. What was it like, you know, you're 20 years old, pitching in front of 40,000 in the middle of a postseason race? Like, how is that? How are you able to you know, stay cool and collected? And how, Do you feel that on the mound, the sense of how important everything is? Yes, you felt it like you. A young man of 20 years, pitching in front of 40,000 people in September, tratando de entrar en los playoffs cómo fue esa sensación y si puedes escribir un poquito su sentimiento de estar ahí en la lomita oh, cada vez que esa gente se paraba a cebolla era algo increíble en verdad un poco de nervio en realidad eh, pero me sentía yo eh, tratando de hacer trabajo tratando de competir con ellos me sentía fuerte ahí afuera eh, a pesar de, de, de cada lanzamiento malo trataba de volver a sacar un out eh, en esa última entrada de Pichico me, me entró y dijo ¿estás ready para este bateador? yo le dije claro que sí eh, vamos a sacarlo de out y ahí fue cuando cuando pude tirar el rompiente y saqué el último out me sentí súper bien en verdad fans you know standing up every time they were doing that um, you know you can feel the the, 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 the emotion the noise um, so I was getting getting a little nervous but uh, at the end it was me I was me myself uh, with, with with all the the, the, the energy I got and, and, and working hard outside uh, competing with my, my teammates um, at some point um, I saw a male went out there and uh, 
kind of talked to me about uh, getting that last out and that batter. I told him I got him, and uh, I was able to to command my my breaking ball uh, to get the out. All right, we're right back at it tonight. It's going to be a 6.05 first pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 5.30. It'll be Johnny Cueto who tows the rubber for Miami. Let's keep this thing going, Marlins Nation. We hope you can join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 